one of my favorite thought leaders, Oprah Winfrey, once said, it is confidence in our bodies, minds, and spirits that allows us to keep looking for new adventures. I'm Jocelyn Reed, your host, mother, sister, friend, educator, coach, and lifelong learner, a super fan of a mac and cheese loving curious kiddo named Zaire. Let's plant seeds for the future and figure out how to describe and share this wild ride we call life together, one word at a time. You are listening to Root Words, the podcast presented by Revolve Learning. This is our finale episode of the regular episodes for season one of Root Words. We did five words this season, and of course, we will hop over and do an educator edition of this word, but it's been a great ride. We're really looking forward to keeping the ball rolling for season two later this fall, but I wanted to just end the season on the word confident, confidence. Um, I know you might be thinking, our last episode was about courage. Isn't that basically the same thing as confidence? Well, nope, it's not. (laughs) While courage is more the outward outcome and action, confidence is more about the inner work that you need to even get to that point. So that's different than courage. I was listening to a panel and I can't remember which one it was because I listened to so many in these virtual streets. Um, It was a virtual conference and the panelists mentioned a definition of confidence that had a significant difference from what I thought confidence to be. And when I think about confidence, I automatically couple it with fearlessness, like that attitude you have like a lion or lioness just hunting with full confidence that they'll catch their prey, that you'll get your job done or anything like that, right? I just think of that fearlessness. The panelist uh, mentioned a definition that had a more subtle beauty to it. And it just highlighted the gentleness that I think is often missing when we raise our kids. She said, confidence is an appreciation of one's gifts and ability. Now, I think she actually just found that definition, like someone, I don't think she came up with it, but I think she just found that definition and realized that a lot of people just associate it with just like half the definition of confident, like I did with just that fearlessness. And so it just made me think, while we all seem to want kids that are like the best, the biggest and baddest superheroes on the block. How often do we really allow the softer, quiet space for them to appreciate their gifts and abilities? Just by like doing something as simple as naming and talking about what makes them feel confident could do just that. And this is what the adults around them can do to make them even more confident, even if it is that louder version of confidence that we're used to. Just telling them to be confident and go is just not enough. 
with a evolving and deepening relationship where you're able to talk more with your kids, hopefully you've been unpacking some of those concepts we've been talking about in this podcast. If not, I encourage you go back to episode one, download those questions to connection sheets so you can really start having these conversations. So when you have those conversations and your relationship gets deeper, then you might even be finding out what they don't feel confident about and really getting to the roots of those insecurities. So we might have adults and parents who have an opportunity to normalize being a person with insecurity and not being the most confident person at all times. Sometimes we need to call on people and you might not be the person to help with something your child is going through. That's when we take it one step further and we prioritize mental health. We normalize seeking therapy and professional help when the answers just aren't there. Remember, we are all people only to the extent of our context. And our context is our experiences, relationships, and environments. So you may not have all the answers because you might not have gone through what even your child is going through now. You might not. You might not have had social media as a teenager or a young person. So cyberbullying could wreck all the work that you're putting in building your kids up. If you don't know how to navigate that and seek help, don't swipe it under the rug. It would only do your kids a huge disservice and likely only will set that stigma of mental health care into just a perpetual generational cycle where that's just not what we do, but that's what we need. Speak the words that you want your child to hear, but also have that opportunity to face their inner voice. That's the mindset. Do I want my child repeating this to themselves, things that I say out loud, when I hope they have the confidence in themselves when faced with whatever they face in life to really pull out that confidence and then act with courage? I know we all want to live up to being the biggest superhero in your child's niece, nephew, goddaughter, godson's mind. Like We want to be that. Is shielding them away from your vulnerability doing them a disservice because then they're going to grow up to be a teenager or an adult that never saw the beauty of a model in managing raw emotions, overcoming insecurity, that rising like a phoenix moment. We want them to see that. This is personal. This is super personal, but I'll share it anyway. Um, I have a tattoo that covers my entire back. Ooh, right. I know. Ooh, educator that has tattoos. It's going to be okay. I promise. So this tattoo was done by the incomparable Maya Bailey, and I gave him free artistic expression on developing a visual for the piece. And I told him my story and he got to work literally freehanding this piece on my back on the spot. It was amazing. And the story that I share with him included the revelation of my son's birth starting this new phase in my life, right? Everyone goes through that. Like you become a mother and then you're like, oh my God, this is an all new thing. But for me, it just was really, really, really personal. And so Maya drew a phoenix 
uh, next to a woman that is pregnant. Her hand goes through the Phoenix and then back to her stomach. I told him that I named my son Zaire, which means the river that swallows all rivers. And so this woman has this vibrant blue wave that extends over her shoulder. And then I explained to him like the difficult times that I had been in since his birth. And that was represented in this piece by a lotus flower in which this woman is standing in. And I share that to say that I'm reminded every day of the strength in getting through my past. But the power comes in sharing all of the restarts, the reinvention. My son is here to see all of that. And I'm vocal in sharing all of that because I don't want him to ever think that one path will be the end path. There'll always be other angles and other paths to take that lead you towards fulfilling and working and living in your purpose. It's not about being perfect. It's about progressing in constant pursuit of that purpose. So I have some tips for you, of course. Here are signs of self-confident kids. I have four of them for you. The first one is they respect and they expect respect. So that's when you see kids with this healthy confidence and they respect themselves and they know that they should expect respect from others. The second one is acceptance through mutual relationships, not people pleasing. They know that rejection is a stepping stone, not a brick wall. Their goals are aligned to their passions and that doesn't change with the changes in people or circumstances. It's hard to be rejected, but they also know it's temporary. They also, number three, don't make excuses. Kids with that positive self-confidence, they don't make excuses for their shortcomings. They are responsible and they hold themselves accountable for their actions. Like I said, progression over perfection. If they don't do something perfectly, these are the kids that are first to be like, it's okay, I made a mistake. And they move on. They don't harp on it. They don't shut down. They know that the mistake is just on the path to getting it right the next time or the next time or the next time. They know that they have growth that's on the other side of the fence. They value the power of the yet. Oh, I haven't. Just not yet. Okay. The number four, they don't need to be perfect or liked or accepted. They are comfortable in their own skin. Okay. So in episode one of this podcast, I talked about the prism that children look through to see what is possible in their lives. And that is you. If you have to restart, share that. Share your stories of victory. Share how you overcame your insecurities as a child, as an adult. Shape their scope of what is possible. There you have it. That is our finale episode of Root Words, but don't forget educators, we will be hopping over to do a finale episode of the educators edition episodes. 
Of course, as always, all of the resources for this episode are linked in the show notes. You can also find them on revolvelearning.com. You can also expect us to hop on over to our YouTube channel. We already have a ton of teaching videos that show our style. We love whole brain teaching, so check those out. But also look out for our root words, the rewind really short clips, a video, just of me explaining a little bit more context about the big points from our episodes of season one. You can also expect us to come back with some co-host videos and co-host episodes of Root Words because some people hit us up and they're like, hey, this word really hit home. This word really resonated with me. And I'm inviting them on the show to just talk through and have some more dialogue about their perspective and ideas on those one word concepts. So you can expect that soon. Of course, we always love talking to you. Holler at us at Revolve Learning on Instagram, Facebook, all of the things. And we will catch you in the next one. I hope this season of Root Words inspired you and serves as a gentle reminder to continue to do the work, building more authentic, mutually beneficial relationships with each other and our kids. It only takes one person to change the entire life of a child. Plant that seed and watch it grow.